So um, I want to shift gears. In part, I want to shift gears here. And I, I want to well, conclude this message by honoring somebody. Um, this is actually, this parable is, is a, it's a really good parable for, for Carol Weber. That's the woman who's up on the, the screen. And the reason we want to honor her is she passed away about a month ago. Um, but she, you, you're connected to her. I mean, you might not know how, but I'll, I'll explain, I'll explain how. Um, the, uh, so her, her service is this Sunday at Stonehill Church, and um, that's why there are actually some alums here tonight. They're in here for, for her service, and because um, she was beloved by many, and she loves many. But one of the ways that you're connected to her is that for 27 years, she served um, on PCF staff back in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And so this is how she's connected to you all. You know, it is absolutely by the grace of God that PCF continues to exist here and thrive here, but it's also because of dear servants like Carol. Um, she joyfully devoted many years of her life to serve students just like you and to urge them to live for Christ. Um, and it's been over 20 years since she and her husband, Wayne, they've left Princeton and the PCF. But here's another way that she's connected to you. I know that for the last 20 years that she's been gone, um, living in, in Pennsylvania, um, I know that she has faithfully prayed for you. Um, faithfully, and, and for, you know, and, and previous students before you. Um, and, and someday you'll see how her prayers have impacted your life. But for now, no, just know that she faithfully prayed for you because she loves you. And she was just a great woman of prayer and faith. So, so some pictures. Here's Carol opening up a gift from the class of 94. This is actually my class. We gave her commercial-grade serving dishes because she was always doing hospitality. Um, and you can see some of the students in the background. You can go to the next picture, probably. This is Carol and my wife, Danielle. They're on a winter retreat working together. I think they're cooking in the kitchen. Um, they tell everybody that while they were cooking, they found two beer cans. <laughs> tucked behind the oven, right? And then they paused to capture this on camera. It's still disputed whether they found them <laughs> or something else. I don't know. And then here is a more recent picture of Carol with Debbie. This is, that's actually just from a few months ago. And when I think of the parable that we went through tonight, um, and I think of Carol, she, she was just the vintage illustration of the servant in the parable. It's like the servant is sort of the unsung hero. Right? You have the host, and then you have the people who you know, are coming in, or the people who say they're coming and don't come. Right? But there's the servant, too. And she was just a vintage illustration of the servant who tirelessly keeps run, kept running around, issuing invitation after invitation to students, to people, to come and join the banquet, and to keep urging people who said, yes, I'm following Christ, to keep urging them to keep following him, to keep living for him. This is what her life was all about. She was that kind of servant. She was, she was courageous and bold. Um, in God's providence, God brought Carol to Princeton with her husband, Wayne. He was the class of 65. She came in the early 70s. Uh, and this is right when Princeton first started to admit women. Um, so Carol was here to disciple and to come alongside those you know, early women pioneers. And, and she was the perfect fit. Uh, God's perfect fit for that task, because she was as courageous and bold as those first women pioneers. 
Uh, Carol could also hang with the men, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, she was tough, she was smart, and she was quick to speak her mind. Um, it didn't matter if 90% of the student body at that time was men, right? It, it, it didn't matter at all. She was a sacrificial servant. Uh, one time at a, a huge PCF event, she spilled lighter fluid on her foot, and, and, you know, and she burned her foot. If that was me, I know. If that was me, I would have told Bill, Bill, I'm going home, I'm checking out, I'm doing work, workers' comp for the next month, you want to see me, right? But, like, that, she did that, and she just, she just, like, put some cream on it, and then she just kept cooking and serving and, like, laughing and talking with the students. She was amazing. She was an amazing servant. So many stories like that. She was hospitable, uh, always looking to make people feel welcomed in the PCF community, in her home. Um, I mean, David and Christina Ketty now live where they once lived um, and are continuing that uh, tradition of hospitality. Um, she would just, she loved to see people's commitment to Christ grow um, and their joy in, in, in living for him grow and also love to see people come to faith in Christ for the first time. She was laser focused on applying God's word to your life. She knew the scriptures. She knew them so well, but she just didn't know them. She, she cherished them. She loved them. Um, and she just, her favorite thing was to see other people cherish, you know, the promises that God has for us in his word. Um, and she experienced trials in life, too, uh, just as we all do. Her son, Stevie, died of cancer at the age of six. Um, she, ha- she does have two other daughters who, um, who will be here this weekend. Um, several years ago, her husband, Wayne, began to struggle with frontal lobe dementia, and he stopped talking. He had little motivation to do anything. And this is a man who, like, in his free time, he would build houses. And that's not an exaggeration. He would, this is what he would do in his free time. And he, at the last, you know, for the last several years, he just sort of has shut down um, because of what's going on in his brain. And Carol was his, she was uh, his primary caretaker for, for the last several years. Um, and recently, Carol was diagnosed with ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, and that is why she has passed away. Uh, but, but through all of those difficulties, she continued to believe in God's goodness. It was incredible. And she continued to put her faith in Christ and to live for him in her circumstances, and to call other people to live for him as well. Just like that servant issuing invitations. This is what she did in her, in her final weeks of, of life. She actually videoed herself. She was pleading with others. And you can look this up on, on, on YouTube and listen. To not waste your sorrows. And, but to use your sorrows as an opportunity to know God better. And to grow in the ways that he wants you to grow. She's just, like I said, she's just like that servant in the parable. Just constantly appealing to people um, to, to live for God and to look to God. Um, urging people, compelling people through her words, her actions, and her faith. You know, to walk through that open door, to, to come and sit at the table of God, to sit in his presence, to know him through Christ, and to discover the joy of, of living for him. Um, that's who she was. So let me pray for you all. Let me pray for Carol and her family. Lord God, you are good and gracious God. You are the one who has created joy and delight and feasting. These are your ideas, and you want us to share in your joy and share in your presence. 
And, and, and it comes through Christ and by your Spirit, knowing you and living for you. So please, Lord, by your grace, help some of those here tonight, help them walk through the door. And if they're still not quite ready, Lord, I know, I pray that you will continue to be with them and guide and shepherd them and help them to keep seeing that the door is open, that you're there, willing and eager to receive them. Help us, to, 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 to those of us who have walked through the door, to, to, to be faithful to you. Help us keep our commitment to you. And, and when we are unfaithful, help us quickly seek the love and the grace that you always offer to us and turn back to you and live for Christ and, and, and live in his fullness. Help us speak up for you when given the opportunity. Help us invite others into a relationship with you. And Lord, for those going out this weekend, I pray that you would bless their efforts as they speak on your behalf. And I pray for the people who will be asking questions. I pray that you'd be stirring up their hearts to, to, to ask those questions out of, out of a sense of urgency, trying to make sense of life, trying to make sense of you. I, I pray that you would prompt them to take that initiative to send in the question and to have a conversation. And Lord, we pray for Carol and her family. She is your servant. She faithfully served you and faithfully served so many with the years that you gave her. We pray for her family. We pray for her friends. We pray that as they grieve, um, that they would um, come together at various points, like this weekend, and that we would, we would grieve together, but that we would also grieve uh, as those who have great hope. Um, great hope in Jesus Christ. So we just, you heard his words earlier, I am the resurrection and the life. Lord, that is our hope. Um, and so we give you great praise and thanks that you are Lord of all, that after three days you rose again, you have conquered our sin, you have overcome the grave, um, you have overcome the world. Um, and until then, help us live in light of that reality by faith until we see it, um, until you come back and we see it with our own eyes. So Lord, thank you for this time. Bless the rest of this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.